0: Hi and welcome to the first of two episodes in our new series, The Six Colors of Wisdom. Essentially we're going to be looking at planning, thinking through uh, a strategy, an idea, um, some kind of project or event, but also this can be applied to relationships and all manner of different things. So the two benefits of this series, first is that When you're working with a team you're going to understand that the way in which they think is not necessarily crazy or lazy, uh, but actually is quite normal. And secondly you're going to find that there are other ways in which you can think and plan through something where your, your planning and your thinking and your sharing of an idea can be more holistic. There are six different ways in which to think through a plan and most of us only use one to maybe 3 naturally. So I believe this will help you be wiser as you think forward about things that you're going to be doing. Now the idea for this series has come from this book uh, by Edward de Bono. I've changed the book around a little bit, I've um, changed some of the meanings of the colours and hopefully I think this updated version will be actually more beneficial to you. So today we're going to look at 3 of the colours of wisdom. Let's start with the first one. The first one is white wisdom. The definition of white wisdom is research or data. So I want you to think about a laboratory coat, a white laboratory coat, and that idea of science and of research and of finding things out in advance It's a really important part of any kind of planning and any form of wisdom. Let's look at a passage of scripture where Jesus talks about this. In Luke 14 Jesus says, Suppose one of you wants to build a tower, will he not first sit down and estimate the cost to see if he has enough money to complete it? For if he lays the foundation and is not able to finish it, everyone who sees it will ridicule him, saying, This fellow began to build and was not able to finish. I think this is a great um, illustration by Jesus because so many people do this and you'll know people who are always running about uh, attempting to do things but they've not taken time to check certain facts. So white wisdom comes with specific questions. These are the questions you ask in order to gain white wisdom. First, what information do we need to know that we do not know right now? Secondly, where else can we go to find out what I cannot find out here? And thirdly, are all the resources we need in place that can be in place at this point? These are the three questions that people with white wisdom will ask. Now some people don't, but there are very um, many benefits to taking time in advance to think, Do I have the information, do I have the resources to make sure this is going to work? What information do I lack? What do I need to find somewhere else? So key. Let me give you um, some of the benefits of white wisdom. One of them is context. White wisdom gives context and without context fools rush in. Let me just tell you one of my favorite stories about this, I want you to imagine and picture now a old fashioned steam train and one day on that steam train four people walk into one of those small carriages. There is a general, a young lieutenant, an older uh, widow and her young granddaughter. And suddenly they go through a tunnel and all you can hear is suddenly there's a kiss and there's a slap and different things occur to different people. The general thinks to himself, Wow, I'm quite, quite proud of my brave lieutenant for kissing that young lady. I just wish she hadn't slapped me by mistake. The older woman thought to herself, Well, I think that's disgusting that that young lieutenant would kiss my granddaughter, but at least my granddaughter had the self-respect to slap him. The young lady thought, well, that was quite a nice kiss. I'm so embarrassed that my grandmother slapped the young lieutenant. And the young lieutenant thought to himself, quite smugly, that was wonderful. I got the chance to kiss this beautiful young woman and slap my own general. So context really helps. Context helps us understand the situation, understand if something's going to work, understand if something's not going to work. And there's some of the benefits of white wisdom. I wonder if you you ask those questions, or if you're somebody a fool who just kind of rushes into things. There are, of course, some negatives as well. So to explain the negative, the main negative, let me show you a video. It's a video we once shot many years ago to explain white wisdom to young people. Take a look and see if you can understand the point. So the benefit of white wisdom of course is it gives us context, it helps us make sure that when we start something we can finish it. But the problem is that if all you do is constantly wait to research and get the statistics you're going to end up in trouble, people are going to get frustrated, people are going to lose momentum, um, people are going to think you're just scared or you just don't want to do something the point of the video is that even in science, even in research, there's an element where you have to start to experiment pretty much straight away. You have to do something. You can't just wait forever before you actually move. Uh, let me just look at a Bible verse that really kind of sums this up. Ecclesiastes 11, verse 4 says, Whoever watches the wind will not plant, whoever looks at the clouds will not reap. So white wisdom is really important, but if we're not careful we can spend too much time just trying to gather the data. Now, one of the benefits of white wisdom is when we share vision. Those who share a vision, those who share an idea, those who share a plan and have taken time to ask the white wisdom questions will always be taken more seriously because you've shown that you've done your homework. So that's one of the benefits as you share an idea of white wisdom. Okay, before we look look at the next um, colours, let me uh, take us to our first workshop. Think about a plan of action you're about to commit to, an event you are organising, or maybe a major change to the way you do things, whatever it might be. Now use your white wisdom to ask, what do we not know that we need to know? Who has done this before and how can we gain from their wisdom? Are there any statistics out there that will inform us and help us and what resources will we need to have in order to do this successfully? Take some time to do that workshop and I'll speak to you about the next colour of wisdom. So the second colour of wisdom is red wisdom and I want you to think about danger, the definition is danger or warning, think of a red flag, something that's being waved that highlights to you a problem that you need to think through first. I'm gonna show you a short video I saw a while back that I think illustrates this in a very simple format. A 42-year-old British man lost both his legs after being attacked by a great white shark off Fish Hook Beach in Cape Town, South Africa. A spotter had sighted the shark off the beach and raised the alarm around 90 minutes before the attack took place. The man entered the water despite warning flags and the efforts of shark spotters who tried to warn him he was swimming around 50 meters from the beach when the sharks struck. His right leg was severed above the knee, while the left leg was severed below the knee. Again, the Bible talks about red wisdom. Let's look at the Proverbs. Proverbs 22 verse 3 says, A prudent man sees danger and takes refuge, but the simple keep going and suffer for it. So, red wisdom does not say there's a problem, let's not do this. What red wisdom does is ask is there a problem and therefore what do we need to put in place now so that problem doesn't trip us up. So let me give you the questions that somebody with red wisdom asks. What warning signs have we seen as we think this through? What are the threats? Are all the safety nets in place that can be in place at this point? And what do we need to do to future-proof our plans? So what are the benefits of red wisdom? Well, George Barner says this, he says, good leaders respond to problems when they arise but great leaders go looking for those problems. Why? Well, because when you see the problem from a distance it allows you to prepare for it. There are less sudden issues that arise and the problem with sudden issues that arise is the word sudden. When something happens suddenly it takes you by surprise, sometimes you react badly but when you know it could happen you can prepare now. So the benefit I think is time, it gives you time, it gives you space to create the things you need. You can see an obstacle in the road, you don't not go there, what you do is you think okay so in order to avoid that obstacle we'll take this route in advance, it's a real benefit. So what are the negatives of red wisdom? Well, sometimes we can read into problems too much and we can become fatalistic. We replace faith, which is uh, having some kind of vision, knowing there's going to be some difficulties but doing it anyway. And we can replace that with fate. this idea there's going to be a problem so maybe we're being told, maybe it's a sign that we shouldn't do this. Now occasionally that can be the case but more often uh, most great plans that have ever happened have had obstacles. So we need to make sure that we don't read into problems too much and allow them to dissuade us from doing something great. Let me give you an example from a guy who massively impacted the world and saw many positive things happen. This is his story in his own words. 2 Corinthians chapter 11. I have been constantly on the move. I have been in danger from rivers in danger from bandits, in danger from my own countrymen, in danger from gentiles, in danger in the city, in danger in the country, in danger at sea, and in danger from false brothers. Paul the apostle is a man who really impacted the world and yet when you read that list of dangers and warning signs I think many of us, particularly today, would have read into that, well this is God shutting the door this is, this is a sign I shouldn't really be doing this and I think a lot of teaching today encourages us uh, inadvertently to stay in that kind of comfort zone. So that's the possible danger of red wisdom, that's why uh, we shouldn't all necessarily uh, be the main proponent from red wisdom, I think all of us need the elements of that as individuals but on a team we're always going to find one or two people bringing in red wisdom, it's really helpful but on its own, it can be dangerous in itself. Okay, let's apply red wisdom to your case study. Now take the same project and use your red wisdom to ask, what warning signs have we seen as we think this through? What are the dangers? What could go wrong? And what do we need to do to future-proof our plan? Take a few minutes to apply those questions and hopefully it will give you, uh, just as white wisdom did, give you a, a little bit of a to do list of things to think through, um, ideas to put in place to future proof uh, your strategy. Hopefully these two exercises are beginning to give you a list of things to think through, things you need and things you need to avoid. Okay let me just say this, as we think through the 6 colours of wisdom it's not just for planning it's also for sharing ideas. When you share an idea you have to remember that not everybody thinks like you. So you could be a white uh, wisdom person but there may be red wisdom people in the audience. Thinking in this way allows you to then share in a way that they will understand. So if you go through white wisdom and then you Think, well I need to show people the stats and the research I've done, then people will not take you lightly, they'll take you seriously. If you show that you've applied red wisdom, then what you're showing is that you're not blindly walking into something but you thought through the problems and you've already put things in place. That gives you credibility. So there's two sides to uh, the six colours of wisdom. One is in the way you plan and the other is that you can use it in the way you share. Great, Okay, let's look at the third um, colour of wisdom. The third colour of wisdom is yellow and as I'm sure you can imagine it stands for positivity. Uh, I want you to think of the sun, it's bright, it gives warmth, people go to sunny places because it makes them feel happy. Uh, we like to be in the sun, people who live in sunny places tend to wear You know, fun kind of Hawaiian shirts and bright colours. It has an effect on our mindset, so positivity is a really important part of thinking through a plan. Um, And also, it's very important when it comes to sharing a plan, as we'll see in a few moments. Let's take a look at a passage in scripture where we see positivity. Joshua, son of Nun, and Caleb, son of Jephunneh were also among those who had explored the land, and they tore their clothes, and said to the entire Israelite assembly, The land we passed through and explored is exceedingly good. If the Lord is pleased with us, he will lead us into that land, a land flowing with milk and honey, and he will give it to us. You know when the people were on the edge of the promised land there were two guys filled with positivity. How Israel's history would be so much better if they'd listened to them and they'd moved in to that promised land. Positivity is a wonderful thing. It has very many benefits. Let me just show you one of the benefits and help you think through the importance of positivity uh, with this video. Take a look at this. I, I always find it quite inspiring when I think about what must have happened behind the scenes. So when you think about that video, what it makes me think about is the amount of positivity and faith it took on the part of people in order to do this. Because at any point during those hours and hours and hours of preparation and building, if any one of the team had, you know, kind of coughed or shaken or knocked something down, that could have affected the whole thing. It'd have been an absolute nightmare. So it took faith, it took positivity that we could do this. Somebody at one point said yeah I know there's a danger but let's go ahead anyway. Just imagine what would happen if this worked. And even as you look at the the wall you would notice that red line and that red line was where the world record stood. And the point of, of positivity is it helps you create an image, it helps you help people see the best thing that could possibly happen and what this could really look like if we move ahead. And that helps us understand the questions for yellow wisdom. What is the best thing that could possibly happen? And how do we plan it in order that we take full advantage of what could be done? Yellow wisdom looks to the future and asks what could be possible? The positives of yellow hat thinking are as follows. First of all, the more we think in yellow, in my mind, the more we think like God. God's a positive thinker, he created the world, he could see what could happen and went ahead even knowing some of the difficulties that lie ahead. Now, a second thing quite interestingly is that when we're thinking through ideas, the more um, positive that we are, the more charismatic we are, the more likely people are going to get involved and pick up on our ideas, get involved in our events. The stats from social media show this, what they're saying right now is that the more negative somebody is on their social media posts, the more subconsciously people view them in a negative light and vice versa. You put positive things, upbeat things and people will see you in a positive and upbeat manner. So charisma and beginning to really understand how God thinks I think are two of the benefits of yellow wisdom. Uh, positivity. Now of course there are negatives. One of the negatives is that um, faith, which is really what a lot of positivity is about, faith comes by hearing the word of God not by deciding the word of God. So we need to be positive about what we know God would want us to do. That's, That's really key for me. The second danger in positivity is that sometimes people are positive if there is something in it for them. So, on a team, you have to be careful of that. If somebody um, is negative but suddenly becomes positive when they suddenly realize actually this benefits me, then, as much as that is important sometimes, you know you want people to feel it's a win-win, but sometimes if you see that as a pattern, you've got to be careful about those people. You've got to be careful about making sure you explain to people the dangers as well. Explain to people some of the hardships, some of the some of the work that it's going to require. So there's some of the, the positives and some of the negatives. So let's take a look at our workshop, and then I'm going to mention one more huge benefit to yellow wisdom. But first, Let's take the same projects and case study and use your yellow wisdom to ask these questions. What is the best possible outcome? What do we need to have in place if this goes better than we expected? What support do I need to give to this idea? And what might be the reaction of those around us if this goes really well? Just before you do the workshop, think about this. The best way of sharing an idea, sharing a plan, sharing a vision is not simply with words but with pictures. If you can paint a picture that people can see in their imagination, it's a wonderful thing. And Yellow wisdom, those questions will help you do just that. When I share vision, I don't just put up a load of words, I kind of explain this is what it could look like. Jesus did that. What are parables? Parables are a word picture of the future, a positive future where the kingdom of God is advanced. Okay so hopefully these three um, colours of wisdom will help you think through a plan. Maybe you can ask yourself the one, a question, are any of these lacking in my thinking? Or are any of these primary in my thinking? And in the next final episode we'll look at three very creative ways of applying wisdom to any plan that you have. Hopefully this has been practical and helpful, thanks for listening, I look forward to sharing the other three colours of wisdom with you next time.